fucking. No, because then it'll be poofy. I can't blow dry my hair in a way that looks good. But when the hair stylist does it, I'm like, damn, this is me. This is who I am. I look like Ace Ventura on Promethazine. <laughs> I. Is the mic blocking your face in the camera? No. All right, cool. Now you're good. Okay. I don't think so. Oh, God. Oh, God. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, what a beautiful specimen. Why choose comedy when modeling is a career? And then other times I do my podcast, I look into the monitor and I think I've chosen the right profession. This Mm -hmm. fits for me, you know? (laughs) And I think, like, you know, the uglier I get, the funnier the jokes will be. Guys won't be laughing because they want to get in my pants. They'll be sure. laughing because my pants are very large. I look like the fucking Jared from Subway guy. In 10 years, that's going to be me. I'm the I'm the after right now. I'm the after photo right now. And then later, I'm going to be the before. Just big. Wait. Molesting oh. children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what he did, right? He was, a, he was a molester. Child pornography. Oh, child porn. That's rough. Mm-hmm. That's rough. If you're, if you're a child porn guy... You really got to make sure you hide it well. You know, that's a bad, that's a bad there thing. There was a lot of like, you can't be porn. using, you can't be using a Mac laptop looking at child porn. You got to get some HP, Microsoft, like coding computer. That's dangerous. How do we a start Linux. the podcast off with this and get monetized? We don't. Yeah. Yeah. But you probably would have to use a Linux computer to save stuff on. And you probably don't know what that is. So I'm just going to, there's probably like one dude out there that's like, oh yeah, probably. Oh, I hope not. I hope not on this, not this audience, not this podcast audience. No tips. No, I don't know. What a weird way to start. I feel like it. You know, that's why Tumblr stopped having like porn on there. Oh, that's why. Because there was like a huge like community of people like just sharing child porn. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. Do they use hashtags on that? Do you think they're hashtagging? Like, what do you think the hashtags would be? Little baby pee pee. But it's L-I-L-B-B-P-P. <laughs> like, that's, like, how they keep it low-key. They just sure, use yeah, the yeah. least amount of consonants. Or yeah. vowels. Yeah. L-L-B-B-P-P. Anyway. L-L Cool J. Lil Cool. Lil Cool P-P. Lil Cool P-P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just... Yeah, that's fucked. That is fucked. Um, anyway. You know what I... What was I thinking? Hmm, it passed. Oh. Oh! <laughs> we have a freaking... Sponsor? Sponsor for this episode. For real, though? Because am I going to need to... For real, though. You got a promo code? Speaking of for real, though, have you ever heard of Eat Dough? E-A-T-D-E-U-X? Well, let me tell you about it. It's the hottest new thing, and I love it. I'm a huge fan of it, and I reached out to them to sponsor me because I don't want these, you know, I don't want to be, um, as much as I would love to sell out and make all the money, I figured if I'm starting on the on the ground level to get sponsors, I'm only reaching out to companies I like, you know? Got a lot of rejections, I'll be honest. A lot of companies I like, not a huge fan of mine. They're not will. It's hard, you know? There's the word bitch in my name. You know, you can't have Care Bears as a sponsor. <laughs> not that I would go for that, but like, you know, it's a tough name to get people on board to make money. But this company has taken a chance on me. 
And I want you to take a chance on this company called Eat Dough. D-E-U-X. That's fun, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's fun. Anyway, I love to feel like a little uh, potato. I like to lay in bed. I like to do nothing. I like to eat garbage food. And um, I'm sure some of you out there like eating raw cookie dough. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Raw cookie dough is so good because you're like, is there salmonella in this? Am I going to die? People always say that, but there's no way. I think it's one of those lies. times where I don't even get a stomachache. I think it's one of those lies that your parents tell you when you're younger so you don't do it because they find it annoying. It's kind of like when your parents told you when you were younger that like if you turn the light on in the car when they're driving, they could get like pulled over or a ticket or something. It is distracting as shit, though. It's distracting. It's annoying. But you're not going to... No cop is going to pull you over because your light is on. Your parents are just like, stop, you know, like chill out. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing with cookie dough. Anyway, if it's true, if you can die from cookie dough, you can't die from this one. I don't... They never told me to say that, and I can't prove that, but I don't think that you will die from this cookie dough. It is... And I know... I know I look like the type of person who's like this, but I'm not. It's vegan, okay? And I know that that's a trigger word for some people. I'm not vegan. I eat... I'll eat the bone on a ribeye, you know what I mean? I'm not afraid. I like meat. But this is vegan. I think it's, like, gluten-free. Let me just look up all the things to make sure I'm not uh, lying about any of this. It is so good, and they have a few flavors um, to choose from. Okay, this product is vegan, it's gluten-free, it's non-GMO. I don't know what GMO stands for, but I know it's not good. But this is non-GMO, so it is good. Um, They have a couple flavors. They have peanut butter flavor, they have brownie batter, chocolate chip, ginger doodle. I'm a huge fan of the brownie batter. I love a good brownie batter. And uh, the ginger doodle's pretty good. Um, but it's nice because you can just eat it raw out of the tub. Mm-mm-mm. That's my preferred method. Or if you want to be really ambitious and really like productive, you can also bake it and make real cookies with it. And they're super easy to make. And all you have to do is just slab it on, you know, throw it in the oven. It's ready to go. So if you want to try it out, I would love that. This is my first sponsor. So please... Use the promo code AllieMac for 10% off your order. You can order it through their website, eatdough.com. Dough is spelled D-E-U-X. E-A-T-D-E-U-X.com. And then when you buy it, just use AllieMac for 10% off and get doughed up with me. I am eating a lot. I'm hibernating for uh, the winter, but it's nice because when I eat this, I don't feel like a big ball of potatoes, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel vegan big, ice, but vegan ice cream is really good. What? Vegan ice cream is really good. So it's hard to find good fav- flavors for vegan, for vegan ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, the place down the street. Oh, Van Leeuwen or whatever. Van Leeuwen. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a huge Van fan. I'll be honest. Why? I don't know. They've rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> My point was, the cookie, dough, well. the cookie dough is probably bomb as fuck. Oh, hell yeah! I feel like that's something that can be vegan, and it's like totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, like, I like feeling like poop, you know, like I like doing like naughty behavior, like eating in bed, eating late at night. But when you do it with something like eat dough, Mm -hmm. 
you're not like, oh, like, you know, you feel good at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like a juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's very exciting. Please uh, support them. And by supporting them and trying out their product using my promo code, you're supporting me. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did my first sponsor. You know, here's the thing. Like I said, I'm trying to hit up only brands that I like and want to sponsor my podcast. I have heard so many podcasts talking about all these brands. And I know these, you know, podcasters. I don't see them wearing the underwear they're talking about. I listen to podcasts. I buy MeUndies from certain people's podcasts. You know, I use promo codes. I'm out here using podcast promos. I got MeUndies. I might be wearing them right now. Um... To be honest, not a huge fan of MeUndies. If you see me sponsored by MeUndies, you've you've known that I've sold out. They just start unraveling. You know when you get loose strings from the underwear and it's just rolling everywhere? Mm -hmm. I want to try Mack Weldon. Some people are sponsored by Mack Weldon. They're like the antimicrobial underwear. That's a mouthful. Antimicrobial. I don't know what it means, but it sounds like it keeps it clean down there. And boy, have I got a dirty hoo-ha. <laughs> I get, I'm get. i getting UTIs left and right. Whew. Those are bad. Last time I was, a couple times ago I was here, I was telling Anthony about that. It is rough. Oh, I need to take my antibiotics. You have one right now? Oh, yeah. Raging. I, I wake up at like three in the morning just feeling sharp pain in my cooch, thinking that I have to go pee and like two drops come out and then I just have to sit in the bathtub for like three hours because I can just pee as much as I want in there. I don't know if it helps the UTI, but it makes me feel better instead of feeling like Hold I'm going to pee my pants. What? Why'd you say what like that? What? You, te- you, you run a bath. I run you a bath. In, you sit in the bath. Oh, yeah. And then you pee in it. You got to pee in the back. you sitting in it. Because here's the thing. The pee that comes out is like two drops of pee. Oh, okay. It's the dumbest piss you'll ever take in your life is a UTI piss. It's, you're like, why did I get up, run to the bathroom in fear that I was going to piss everywhere, a big puddle, sit on this goddamn toilet, sweating for two drops to come out. But also, anytime you run a bath, if you're sitting in there long enough, you're going to pee in that bath. It's almost, it's like, it's like the thing of like, uh, you can't poop without taking a piss. Okay. Yeah. If you run a bath, you're going to piss. Okay. A bath is a poop, you know? I haven't taken a bath since I was like four. Good. I don't like baths, but I take them. Yeah. I don't, if you, here's the thing. I, I lied. I do like taking baths, but you have to shower after or else I never feel clean after a bath if I don't shower. Cause I'm like, I know that I'm in piss water. (laughs) <laughs> that's my point yeah but i do so pee I in the, the bath, bath because it's nice and relaxing pissing yourself is relaxing <laughs> it is if you take out the fact that it's embarrassing in public and you have to like change your clothes and your legs are damp it is relaxing it's nice and warm you're I don't not think I've moving ever pissed my pants what i've shit my pants yeah in i sixth mean sixth grade one time yeah you need have to you grow shit up your pants? Yeah, I shit my, we've talked about this. We I've did. shit my pants in college, my freshman year. That was the oh, last yeah, time. You were drunk. No, I was just like maybe hungover, but not uh, hungover enough. I was on a Chipotle diet in college. Sure. I had Chipotle every single day. Oh my god, photos of me in college. My face is all round. I have acne. I have long, like reddish hair. It was bad. 
And then we did this one day in college. I don't know. People come up with the dumbest things in college to do. There was like this. I think most colleges have this. There's like an underwear day or something or like an undie run. I don't know what it's for, who organizes it, but not even straight. It was like daylight. It was weird, but everyone's like, oh, we're doing the undie run. Like, is this for like kids with, you know, needs? Uh, No, just horny college kids running around campus. Meanwhile, I've gained like the freshman 30. I'm looking tubby. I have a belly button piercing. That's not good, you know? When it's like your rolls cover your belly button piercing. And then I'm wearing these big, chunky, like, boy short underwear. Those aren't flattering. And they're, like, they were bad. I remember the exact color. It was, like, this purplish pink. And I'm wearing a matching bra set from Victoria's Secret. And the pictures, it was, like, Victoria's Secret bras never fit. They're always, like, too small. So you have this extra, like, boob fat hanging out. So you have, like, a double boob. It's like this overflap that comes out. It's not cute. So I have that going on up top and then my double butt down at the bottom just like screaming for air. (laughs) And then I think I'm wearing like Vans or something and I have cankles and I'm just running around campus. I'm Little did I know I was going to drop out. I should have dropped out before that undie run. That was the biggest mistake of my life. It was so... And then everyone's taking pictures. They're online somewhere. You know, that's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Whew. I need a Linux for those photos (laughs) of me in college. That was a rough time. Oh, boy. Yeah. How did we get here? Pedophilia. No. uh, That was a long time ago. I've changed since the beginning of my podcast. Can we bring it back to that, though? No, I don't want to talk about that. How crazy is it that the subway guy of all people... I know. Well, he didn't choose to be the Subway guy. He just said that he lost a bunch of weight from eating Subway. And then that's what happens when we let normal, regular, average... Well, I guess it happens to anyone. But he was just some dude who was eating Subway losing weight somehow. He must have not been eating the bread. That's what I'm saying. Like, how the fuck did he even lose weight? It's a conspiracy. People are like, oh, politicians, Illuminati, Beyonce. No, it's Jared from Subway. He knows what's going on because there's, yeah, you can't let a man like that come come into the hearts of millions of Americans via Subway and then just be crushed finding out that he was into child porn. I wonder if Subway almost like reached out to just like some rando and was just like, Hey, we're going to put you on a super strict diet, but you're going to tell everyone that you eat Subway. You know, it was probably some dude who moved to LA trying to be an actor. He sees a, a listing for Subway. Have you lost weight due to Subway? And he's like, no, but I'll say I have. I'll buy some big jeans. He's just some loser, you know, improv guy trying to make it in Hollywood. And then turns out the dude, there was a dude from Glee. This is pretty sad. He killed himself. I don't know his name. He was the hot guy in Glee. Yeah, he was hot. But he had, uh, he was a child porn dude. Really? A CPD, yeah. That's what they call him, child porn dude. That's what I call him. (laughs) CPD. Yeah, and then he killed himself. Which is sad. I don't think he should, I don't think anyone should kill themselves. That's pretty depressing. But um, yeah, definitely watching child porn isn't chill. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. I don't want to attack my CPD crowd, lose uh, lose audience members. No, I'm just kidding. You can leave. But um, 
Yeah, that, yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. You don't have to. You know what is interesting, though? Adult porn, also weird. Also weird. It's just, it's just so, everyone's wearing a full face of glam. They got sparkles on their eyes. And then all of a sudden they get cummed on all over their face. Sparkles are still there. I don't believe this Hollywood stuff. It's not realistic. They need, this is how, porn needs to be realistic. And this (laughs) is why I think OnlyFans is great. Because people are just at home using a tripod, trying to get a boyfriend to film for them, you know. And uh, with regular adult porn, you know, the normal porn, we like to say, uh, and I use that in quotations because it's not normal at all. First of all, they're making noises all the damn time. Shut your mouth. If you're making more than, you know, if you're using sentences and saying a lot of things, it's not real. I'm having quiet sex. I'm playing the quiet game with my partner. I say, you make a noise, you're out of me. (laughs) Don't say anything. That's why amateur porn's the best, though. Yeah, but now it's isn't it off Pornhub? Didn't they turn it off because too many people were like do, using like posting blackmail porn and stuff? Didn't Pornhub oh, take down? Know. Yeah, it's only like verified videos now. I think that's what I heard. No idea. So I heard from my porn, my porn guys who keep me in the loop. Hmm. Your boyfriend? Yeah, my boyfriend. Did he make you watch fucking porn? Is no. That is that why you're saying that you? The porn is just too much. No, I just I know there's I've watched porn. I'm not a square. I've seen a couple episodes of the porn, <laughs> and I just you know I I do it. You know I watch it. I I I you know peel away the flaps and go to town. But um, <laughs> it's not you know the cinematography, the whole experience, the acting. You know I respect porn stars 100 percent. Sex workers. I got your back. I personally just don't like the porn films that I'm seeing. I don't like the makeup. I don't like the hair being all glam. They need to make realistic porn where the girl and the guy, you know, they make dinner. She makes it kind of fucked up and they're like, it's okay. No big deal. They're watching a movie and they can't decide on a movie to watch. I want a long buildup. Okay, I don't want them just knock, knock. Who's there? Pizza guy. Oh, no. What's going to happen now? I have no money. You live in a beautiful mansion home and you don't have money for pizza. You don't have 1450, but you you have a mortgage on this home in Las Vegas or the Valley. Oh, no. What can I? I'm stuck under a table. Come on. Get out of here. <laughs> I need someone to say. Look, I've had a long day, sweetie. You gotta, you gotta help me out with this one. And I go, okay, fine. And then you pity fuck. I want to see a pity fuck porn. I'm sure it exists. Yeah, 100%. There's so much out there. It's uh-huh. terrifying. Uh-huh. And it's also crazy, like, how young people are watching porn now. Like, how, how young the kids are who are watching porn and having so much access to it. Uh-huh. That messes up your mind. Mm-hmm. For sure. One hundred percent. Oh my god, I'm already sweating, and I put on Arm and Hammer deodorant. That stuff's supposed to be strong. You put on baking soda deodorant. Yeah, I'm trying to cut my uh, cocaine deodorant with baking soda deodorant. <laughs> my drug dealers are gonna love that joke. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just I don't need porn. I just use the good old memory bank. No, I don't. <laughs> I just go when I'm when I'm t- when I'm 
you know, doing the old uh the old slapjack on my flapjack, you know. <laughs> I'm just going this will feel good. <laughs> this will feel good. And then eventually it does feel good and I'm like, "Nice, you predicted that." And uh that's my routine. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what was I going to say? I, oh, yeah. OnlyFans is cool. I just subscribed. So I, I used to be subscribed to this couple, this dude named Jacob. I don't know if you're supposed to keep it low-key. I don't know if I should, like, shout him out. But I do. I don't think it's, like, AA. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blowing up his spot because I'm sick of him. I'll be honest. I found him on Twitter because there's, there's gifts. You can post crazy stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, the things you can see on there, it's crazy. So he was posting some scandalous stuff and I was feeling a little frisky at the beginning of COVID and lonely at my mom's house. You know, she's not kissing me goodnight. So I had to turn to Twitter and OnlyFans. So this guy and his girlfriend, they're making sexy, cool at-home films. And I'm like, hell yes. Alternative indie porn, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And... uh, and then he keeps being like, oh, please buy this video. I need to buy my dog dog food. And I'm like, don't get your dog involved in your Pornhub, you know, need. So I had to unsubscribe. Now I'm like worried about the dog every time I'm watching their video. I'm like, where's Fluffy? Where's Fluffy? Does he have enough food? Does he look underweight? And I can't do that, you know. So I had to cut my cut my ties with him. But I subscribed for three months, you know. I, I, didn't, I did what I could for him and Fluff. And uh, then I had to move on. So now I'm subscribed to Trisha Paytas. I love her with all my heart. Who the fuck is Trisha Paytas? Okay. Trisha Paytas is a queen. She has a podcast with Ethan Klein from the oh, H3 podcast. Don't She's on OnlyFans? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. Oh my God, she is on OnlyFans. I subscribed $5 because she doesn't really have an Instagram and she's never going to notice me on TikTok. So I thought, how can I get Trish to notice me? So now I'm on her OnlyFans. I'm watching her squirt. I'm watching her do she's like that. house tours naked. Oh, she is like that. Jesus Christ. I love her so much with my whole heart, my whole being. Her TikTok is the best thing I've ever seen in the whole world. My dream, if I had a manifestation board, you know, if I was one of those people who's like cutting out magazine clippings, I would just have pictures of her everywhere. I want her to do on the podcast. I want her to be my friend. I want her to be my mom. I want her to be my everything. She already is. I love her. She is psycho in such a good way. She's so entertaining to watch. Her TikTok is Trish like fish, maybe like 88 or 68 or something like that. But she's great. So now I got into frenemies with her and Ethan Klein and Mm -hmm. I'm so invested in her and all of her drama. And sometimes she's problematic. Sometimes she's not. You just never know what's going to come out of her, you know, whether it's squirt or, you know, somewhat blackface. You know, I don't want to say that like I'm supporting that, but, um, you know, Sometimes she's, uh, yeah, I don't know. She's a wild card. Mm -hmm. But she's like so unapologetically herself Mm -hmm. that I just like love her. You should slide into her DMs and get her on the pod. I know. I want to. I really, really want to. I love her. And now I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, this has been a week of self-discovery. I've known that I've liked her for a long time, but I'm really, you know, I'm falling for Once her. Once you subscribe to her OnlyFans, you knew. Once I subscribe, yeah. Well, you, it's weird because you do see her in a different way after that. That's like, you know, walking in on your mom naked after you're way too old and you're like, huh, these aren't the tits I used to suck on. You know, these things have changed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. You know, you see her in one light and then you see her in the other, but you're like, go girl. Yes, I love her. So now I'm messaging her on OnlyFans saying I love you. Yeah, so. Yeah, she has a lot of stuff. She's been around for a long time. She's so interesting, her life. I just, yeah, I just adore her. Anyway, so now I'm back on OnlyFans watching her videos. OnlyFans is cool. I talked about it on uh, Rogan's podcast where I said because of COVID, OnlyFans has become the new, like, trading of furs. Someone got mad. I think someone messaged me. They were like, don't don't talk about sex work like that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It literally is like the new trading. It's like, can I please, can I please, uh, can I please give you money to see your titties? <laughs> and then, you know, you just get money and, you know, it's tight. I worked out that bit in the shower before the podcast, before I got here, Mm -hmm. and then none of it uh, came out at all in the way that I wanted it to. I'm not going to edit it out. People need to see I have flaws. I'm not perfect, you know, and I'm not trying to pretend I am. That joke will get better. (laughs) It will. I'll say it next week and the week after that, and then I'll (laughs) just keep growing on it. But it is, you know, every, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to try and work it out on this podcast. (laughs) Work it out next time I take a shower in about two weeks. I love not taking a shower for a while. Because then you do and you're like, man, I'm really clean. (laughs) I just wait it out for a while and I'm like, time to do a deep scrub. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's uh, Comedy shows are kind of coming back. Everyone's moving. Everyone's in Texas. I know that, you know, I keep talking about this, but I think it's time I break the news. On the pod. Are you moving to Texas? I'm moving. Are you really? Not to Texas, but I'm moving. What? Just to? like five five minutes away from where I live right oh, now. Oh, okay. But I think it. that'd be a good caption, a uh, good title for this episode. I'm moving to West Hollywood from East Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving. So I had to drop off some stuff at my dad's house today. You found a place, a one bedroom? I found, no, a studio. It's temporary. Because I am trying to figure it out. Part of me wants to move to Arizona. I was just there over the week. I love Arizona. Have mm-hmm. you been? Have I been to Arizona? Yeah. Not really. Uh, yeah, but like not to like sightsee. I mean, what the yeah. fuck do you do in Arizona? Oh my God. Arizona's the best. I love it. I love Arizona so much. I went to the Grand Canyon for the first time. That's not even Arizona. That's like so far deep, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was worth it. It was so fun. I went, me and my little dick daddy boyfriend, we went over to Arizona and that was crazy because me and, I hate saying boyfriend. It sounds so lame. My boyfriend, me and the guy that I'm boning and also are very, uh, intimate with, um, We went to Arizona because we met in November, you know, COVID. There's nothing to do 
in LA during COVID. So it's like, how many dates are you going to have in a park before you get a public indecency ticket, you know? So we wanted to go to Arizona because Arizona has actually never heard of COVID. So everything is wide open and we wanted to go on a real date. So we went to Arizona. We had a date at a restaurant. Our first date it was very cute. Your first indoor date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even we haven't even, I don't think we've had like a proper out, like LA has like takeout or like dining outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've even like done that. Just Postmates. Yeah. Postmates, eat in bed. That's, that's more, that's more of a date though. Yeah, Isn't but that's it? like a but that's like a lazy date. Going out to dinner, you true, have to get yeah, yeah, dressed. True, true. You have to like really pay. And I want to see how he treats a server at a restaurant. Benji Flalo had a good tweet about that. He posted on Instagram. He said, he said like all of you guys getting in relationships during COVID don't even know if the person you're seeing is like nice to servers at restaurants. That's a big no no for me. If you're not, if you're not, yeah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. He was very nice to the server. The server was flirting with him, and I had to. I was about to sock her. Um, <laughs> I give off. I must give off some sort of vegan vibe because we're. I was like, "Oh, do you have any like? What do you like to eat? You know, when you get a free meal, like, what's your favorite thing to order?" And she was like, "Um, so like the vegan options." And I was like, "I'm not vegan. <laughs> Stop." You do give off vegan. Vibes. I know. It's the colored hair. I also give off like opinionated vibes. For sure. Yeah. Oh boy, she's got a lot of opinions. Hmm. Ugh. <sighs> I do, but none that are like that serious. I can't really stand by anything. My mind changes all the time. What about pedophile? Well, that's that's a no-no. That's going to be a no from me. But if someone could really be like, like if a good talker, I might be persuaded into saying, hey, maybe, maybe. Like a nice Catholic priest? No, I would never trust a Catholic priest. Uh-uh. No, but yeah, I'm, that's bad. It's bad. I don't like that trait about myself. I'm very... uh. I'm very, my, my, uh, my opinions are very malleable, which I, you know, I can be hard on myself and say, oh, that's not a good quality to have. You shouldn't know who you are and what you think. But I think it's also a good quality to have because you're never so rigid in what you think. And I think that's what's the problem with this God forsaken country. Okay. Everyone's got their opinions and they won't freaking back down and say, hey, maybe I'm wrong. I like to hear all the sides, but I think it it can be bad because then I can be like swayed into thinking some things that might not be good. Definitely not CPD. That's bad. That's not good. But like I said, you know, I'm I'm kind of I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so how did we get here again? Oh, I'm moving. Why? What were we talking about? Texas, Arizona. Oh yeah, I would love to move to Arizona. I love it. I get recognized when I'm out there. That feels good. Mm-hmm. Get a little recognition in town. Pew pew. <laughs> I'm like the Rogan of Arizona. You know, not at all. But I was getting my eyebrows done in Arizona because we can do that out there. And um, and the lady at the eyebrow place was like, "Oh my God, you opened for Joe Rogan out here?" And mm-hmm. I said, "Yes, I did." Didn't get a discount, so I'm definitely not the <laughs> Rogan of Arizona. Paid full price, gave her a nice tip, whatever. Did My- you have another situation like that in Arizona where some dude was like, dude, hey, you're Ali Makovsky, and then didn't give you a free coffee? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fuck Arizona. That's what I'm saying. Fuck Arizona. It's too hot. I love cactuses everywhere. Yeah, I, I think it's beautiful. Cacti. 
cacti. Yeah, you'll get, yeah. They'll, like, arrest you for calling it cactuses. They get so worked up. You know what I mean. Cacti, cactuses, whatever. I'll fuck one. No, I won't. I, you know, whatever. Never say never. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I really like Arizona. Now that my sister, I mean, taxes. I'm about to commit tax fraud this year. I'm done. I'm done paying the government for working. That's so annoying. I'm not committing. I want to make that clear. I'm not committing tax fraud. Did you fraud. fuck up on your, uh, like, unemployment? Because you got unemployment. I got an year. unemployment. Did you fuck up and not take your taxes out of it? No, I believe that I did. Okay. I think maybe like the first three months I forgot to, but then the rest of it I did. So I should I be good. I forgot on the entire year. So when I did my taxes, she was like, my tax lady was like, oh yeah, you're going to get back a thousand. I was like, great. She's like, yeah, I see you made a lot less money though than you did the previous year. I was like, yeah, because COVID or whatever, you know. She's like, you didn't get unemployment? And I was like, no, yeah, I did. She's like, oh, I need your taxes for that. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing, huh? Yeah. And then How much did in, you end up owing? A lot. How much is a lot? Roughly. Because last year I owed, I didn't realize, hot tip for anyone starting comedy, once you start making actual money from comedy, it's not all yours to keep. You got to pay it back. So last year I owed a bunch of money that I did not see coming. How much? Um, Thousands? Thousands. Ugh. Higher than 5,000. Yeah. And guess what? That's what happens when you do shows with fucking Rogan in arenas. Those might have <laughs> been uh, cash gigs. Those were cash gigs. Never mind. Which is nice. Yeah. Because, uh, except for that time when I was in Arizona. You know what? Now that I think about it, <laughs> fuck Arizona. Remember when I flew out of Arizona? I left my fucking fanny pack on the plane. Yeah. And I had money from the gig with him. Loose cash. Sucks. Good chunk of cash in there. Gone. I deserve it. That was stupid on my part. I shouldn't be carrying loose cash. Mm -hmm. Who do I think I am? A fucking cowboy? No way. Yeah, but I, I was supposed to get back like a thousand something. And then after she did all the stuff, it was like, I technically owed from unemployment like 1800 that's not too bad. It still is rough. Yeah. Is it, and that's what's fucked up is I don't think people realized that you have to pay taxes on unemployment. Well, all of that extra money that you got, the extra like bonus, the 300 or 600 or whatever it was at the time, for some reason, if even if you choose to have taxes taken out, they don't take taxes out of that. Oh. So like all of these people, like everyone, like my tax lady was just like, yeah, dude, so many people are getting fucked. Yeah, I don't no think no one knew that. And there's no way for you to even take the money out of it. So like and obviously the fact if you are on unemployment, what are the chances that you have money saved up for, for sure. taxes? Thank God I do. But it's just like I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's messed first up. First time ever I've had to pay taxes. Yeah. Last year was the first time I had to pay taxes. And I learned a very hard lesson after that to put money away every time I make money. Put a third of the paycheck away in savings and don't touch it because mm -hmm. you'll need it for taxes. Mm -hmm. So now, even though I'm mad that I still have to pay money, I have the money saved. But I haven't input my unemployment money, so I don't know how much I'll end up owing on that. But Probably a decent chunk. Because I didn't budget that into the old savings. But, you know, I'll be fine. I'll just only fans it up for a minute. I don't think I could. Yeah, I already talked about this. I don't think I could do it. I don't know if it's like, I don't it's too know. It's easy to share it, right? 
What? Yeah, yeah it, it's way too share. easy to share. Yeah, if I knew that, like, if it was like a, like a, even like a save, like Snapchat's not a good example. If we've learned anything from the old Deleaster. Speaking of, we'll get into that. But if there was a way where people could only see it once mm -hmm. or whatever, but they can't ever share, I mean, there's no way for that. You know, mm -hmm. there's really no way for that. I I like my body. I'm happy to share it, you know. Well, no, I'm not. I, I, I'm kind of prude in that way. Whatever, so be it. Did you see the Delia video? Yeah, I did see the Delia video. Um, I thought it was interesting. I, uh, you know, I want him to get, you know, the help that he needs. And if he's doing that, I think that's great. I want him to have a comeback. I want him to be a better dude. I want him to be a good example for the comedy community and for comedy fans. Because I think there's a lot of girls out there who have had experiences reaching out to comedians or being in the comedy world and being treated in a weird way and putting getting put into uncomfortable situations and you know i i'm i'm glad that it was called out you know i'm not glad that i don't like seeing people lose things i think that's tough but i'm glad when we can talk about these issues and hopefully things change a little bit or people know that there are repercussions when that stuff happens but it's also like when, how do you know someone is really trying to work on themselves and be better? Mm -hmm. I think his video was good, mostly. I think there was one part where he's like, you know, I here's the thing. I'm a huge Delia stan. He was like, Dane Cook was like my the first comedian that I knew about when I was growing up and who I loved. And then Delia was almost like a new version of Dane Cook, you know, like a... New, hip, cool, funny version for the times. I found out some shit about that. What? About Dane. What? And Chris. What? Someone was telling me that, like, when Chris was coming up and, like, started getting success, like, at the Laugh Factory and stuff, uh -huh. Dane would, like, purposely find out, like, when he was on or when he was going to be, or where he was going to be performing and, like, just show up and bump him on purpose. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, comedians are, I mean, people are petty. Yeah. Yeah, but I get that, you know. To be, I mean, that's a tough position for Dane. Because he was so, I don't know, I always do that where I call like celebrities or people that I don't really know by their first name. As if we're like buds. D-boy, Daney. Well, it's like, I get it. Because everyone calls Rogan, Rogan. Yeah, but it's also, I was having a conversation about this with my boyfriend. Because a lot of celebrity, I love celebrity gossip. I love celebrity drama. You know, I have a small brain. I like that stuff. That's why you like Trisha. I, that's why I love Trisha Paytas. Oh, my God. So whenever I'm talking about a celebrity, I'll say their full name once. And then from that point forward, I just say their first name or right. last name or whatever. Because right. it's just, you, I've already established who we're talking about. I'm not going to, it's so weird to say, oh, Dane Cook, Dane Cook, Dane Cook. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to pop up in my mirror. You know, <laughs> say it three times, Beetlejuice, he's here. And I don't need a, you know, I don't need bits to happen right now and leg kicks and <laughs> noises. But I was just, I was listening to his album actually yesterday in the McDonald's parking lot where I eat my McDonald's right after I order it from the drive-thru. Double quarter pounder. They have new spicy nugs, spicy chicken <laughs> McNuggets. 
<sighs> Did you good? know that McDonald's has buffalo sauce on deck? I had no idea that. I heard Joe DeRosa talking about how hot mustard from McDonald's is like the best sauce. I'm not a big mustard gal, but Me I'm down neither. to try it. Yeah, but like hot mustard sounds kind of good. I'm into anything that's hot. (laughs) Cold mustard? No thanks. Get out of here. But, yeah, so I I got the spicy chicken nuggets. They were so good. I got my double quarter pounder. Mm, mm, mm. I was in the parking lot mixing up the sauces. I was listening to Dane Cook's album. And I was just thinking, like, man, that's so crazy. He was so famous. Mm -hmm. So famous. Like, the biggest comedian. And then... You know, in a matter of time, he just, I feel like he just kind of got too cocky and, you know, thought too highly of himself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just, I mean, it's a bummer. I loved him. And then it just kind of like fell. And then Chris D'Elia comes in and that's probably hard for him to watch going from up here. Also, Dane Cook's like brother ripped him out of like all of his money Ripped him off like of all of his million. money. So much money. His brother ripped him off. Ripped him off. Yeah. And Jack, I mean, who knows what their relationship was like. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's It sucks. Like comedy is hard as it is. Mm-hmm. And then it sucks being the biggest comedian and then having it kind of just go away and have this kind of like weird douchey like, you know, smear over your name. That's a bummer. And then, you know, here comes Crystalia, kind of like a new take, a fresh take on Dane Cook style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was Dane Cook, I'd be pretty bitter too, you know? I guess uh, Dane Cook's making a documentary about himself. Sounds very DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm down to yeah. watch it, but... But yeah, the Crystalia video, I thought I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought it was very like blunt in what he probably should have done sooner. No, but I think it was good, the timing. You think? I think Almost so. a year later? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Because if it had been too soon, people would say, yeah, it's never a good time to apologize for, you know, hitting up minors and soliciting so many people for sex. Right. Did you read any of the comments? Yeah. They were all positive. They were all positive. People love to support men. That's, how, that's your take on it? Yes. Yes. And I don't like being this girl and I'm not always this kind of girl. And I already know the comments. There's going to be. Here's the thing. I support Dalia as well. I want him to make a comeback. I'm a huge fan. That's what I was saying. Did you? Dane Cook. Hold on. Dane Cook was my first favorite comedian. Then Chris Dalia comes along before I even start doing comedy. I'm a huge fan of his, you know. Mm-hmm. I start doing comedy. I find I get to do shows with him. That was like the coolest moment. One of the coolest moments of comedy was being on a lineup with him at the Laugh Factory where I used to go and sneak in to watch him on shows. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I want him to do better. I want him to be a better dude. I want people, not that anyone has to be a role model for anyone, but I think you have to set some sort of example. For sure. I don't think you can, like, get away with, you know, doing the things that he did for a long time and not have any sort of repercussion or, you know, slap on the wrist. I'm not saying he should be exiled and, like, you know, I I like him and I want him to do well. I want to be able to, like, watch him at a show and not feel guilty about, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, people still feel weird about 
I don't know, whatever. So I just, the one thing that bothered me about that video was, yeah, the comments, everyone just being like, yeah, dude, you fucking rock. Like, oh, he's going to say silly goose. Like, the only thing that would have been better is if you said you were just having a silly goose time. And it's like making the, the issue that he's addressing a joke. And the reason why I do like his video is because it he, you know, it was just the bare wall, him making a statement, mm-hmm. saying that he's getting help, he's working on himself. If that's true, I think that's great. It's annoying to see the comments, but of course there's going to be comments like that. And I'm not mad at him for those comments. I think the people who like leave those kind of comments, it's like, okay, just like let this be this and, you know whatever. The part that I didn't understand is when he said, oh yeah, you know, I was talking to my friend and I was, I was telling him, you know, I don't understand the power dynamic. Like if they're a fan of me and I want to have sex with them and they want to have sex with me, like what's the power dynamic there? And it's like if, and then he doesn't address why that's wrong. He's like, well then my friend said, you know, it's, it's fine until it's not. And it's like, that's not the case. It's not fine when it's not fine. And the power dynamic that is the issue is that it is fans. And if you're a fan of someone, you don't want to be you don't want to be um you don't want to be looked at like a loser or like you don't want to say no to someone you're a huge fan of. And the people who are fans of Delia are huge fans. You know, it's not just like, "Oh yeah, I like the guy." It's people who are buying all of his merch, people who are going to all of his shows. People who support him so hard. And so if if the dude you're a huge fan of says, hey, do you want to have sex? If you don't want to have sex, you're probably not going to say you don't want to have sex. Or you're going to try and be like, "Uh, I don't know, like I'll meet up with you, but I don't know. And then once you're there, it's like, it might be harder to say no in person, but like you want to meet this fan. So it is a power dynamic. I'm not saying that the girls are wrong or right for meeting up with him or, you know, agreeing to something that they might not have wanted to do. I'm not, you know, saying that, but there, you have to acknowledge that there is a power dynamic there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because the way he was going about it, it wasn't like girl, like it's one thing if the girl is hitting him up for sex, then the power dynamics out. The girl is making it clear she's DMing him for sex. Well, that's what he said in the video. He said that after like every show, he'd have like a certain amount of DMs. DM saying that was a great show. And he clicks on the profile. It's a hot blonde girl. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, cool. Want to come to my hotel and make out? It's not the girl saying after the show, oh, come fuck me. Maybe it is. Maybe every once in a while it is. And in that case, totally fine. The power dynamic is equal at that point because she's making it clear that that's her intention. Mm -hmm. But when it's the person who's doing the show and the lights are on them and they have all the things and whatever, and they're saying, hey, want to come over and make out when you were just saying, oh, I think you're a great comedian. That's when it's a little bit messed up, especially when you're underage. I don't think that was ever proven though. Well, the underage thing, and the the one chick that did say she was underage, she it turns out that she was like lying. I don't know about that. I'd have to see. Because he he put out a statement like right when it happened, basically saying like, "I'm addressing this chick in particular that says that she was underage. Here's my conversation." He asked her like in the text or whatever in the email how old she was, and mm-hmm. she said like 24 or something. Mm. 
But then, you know, years later, she's like, I was actually 18 or 17 or something. Well, I know personally right. something about that. Did. I know. I'm not saying he didn't ever do that. Yes. But I'm just, I'm saying. But I'm that. saying he did do that and I have proof of that. Uh-oh. And it's not my place to say anything about that, but I just know for a fact that, you know, whether he had sex with the underage girls or not, he was still hitting up girls knowing that they're underage. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, but I feel like everyone should have, there should be compassion in people's hearts, and I 100% have compassion for him, and I would love to see him do stand-up, but it's like I also want to be able to like the person who's telling the jokes and think that they're someone that I would want to hang out with. And unfortunately, I don't want to hang out with, uh, you know, predatory dudes, mm-hmm. especially in the field of business, which I am in. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I still... I don't want this to come off as me like hating on him. I just want him to be doing the things that he's saying he's doing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I put that in a good way. Yeah. I still have my life rips hoodie. I'm wait I have it in the closet. I'm waiting to, you know, shake the dust off of it and put it on at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe sell it for more money in case he goes like really dark, you know, in case things don't get better. And then I can be like, who wants this? <laughs> Sell it. But um, yeah, I don't know. What else? How much time are we at? An hour. Whoa. I got to end it on something else. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me. They... uh. Adri's Sig. Adri Sig asked, is Clubhouse the new Omegle? Thoughts. Um, Clubhouse is an app, if you're not familiar with it. It's pretty much this app where people can start these rooms and chat openly about anything with one another. And it's hard because you can only talk and you can only see like their profile photo. It's just these little bubbles of who's in the room. And, uh, you, you have to like click on their profile picture and see their profile, but like, it's not a video chat. It's just chatting. I personally don't think it's that great. A lot of people all join rooms, you know, and I'll listen to what people are saying. It's like Chet Hanks, like talking about, you know, black empowerment, even though he's like Tom Hanks' son and makes weird videos of him, like appropriating culture. And it's a lot of these, like, whack jobs who think that they are, like, educated on a subject and seem like they have no idea what they talk about. It seems like a lot of people who just want to, like, have people hear their voice. It's these, like, pseudo-influencers who don't have a big following on other platforms and think that this is where they're going to make their big break. And it might be, and it might grow, but I personally think Clubhouse is the weirdest thing ever. But with that being said... Um, follow me on Clubhouse. No, I, I, uh, it's, it's so weird because like there'll, there'll be these rooms and I'll like want to join in, but you can like see which rooms your friends are in. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about something and then have like my buddy pop in and hear me being like, yeah, this one time I pooped my, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It might grow and like change some things and make it better, but 
at this point, I'm, I can't get into it, but I do like overhearing other people's conversations. I was listening to this one clubhouse room, like chat room, and people were talking about the Kim and Kanye divorce. And this one girl, I was like looking at everyone's profiles who were in that room. And this one girl's like, the biggest Kimye stan ever. Like, I love Kim and Kanye, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, she's in that room and she's like, I just think it's really sad. And, like, we, like, you know, based on everything I know, like, I have inside sources. And I'm like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. These people just think they, I don't, I can't do it. I like Omegle because you don't know where the conversation is going to go. You don't know what you're going to talk about. Um, you talk with, you know, Omegle is just like a free range website where, you know, such a mix of people come on and talk. So I definitely like Omegle more, Omegle more. Clubhouse might be cool, but at this point, I personally don't see the cool aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is fun to eavesdrop on other people's conversations, especially about things I don't care about. Like, how are people having, like, lengthy conversations and, like, passionate about this? Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting to just kind of be a fly on the wall. That's what the app should be called, fly on the wall. Because that's, you know, that's all you do on there is just listen to other people blow smoke up their own butthole. Ew, Dilloden said, do you wipe front to back or back to front? If you wipe back to front, you need to grow up and you need to go away for a long time and figure out what went wrong. I have a UTI right now. And the first thing you learn when you get a UTI is wipe front to back. Don't put like fancy little feminine products on your hoo-ha. You gotta, this thing is sensitive, you know? You get a gust of wind that has, you know, a little <laughs> dust p- p- molecule in there. You're getting a UTI. It sucks. Now I have to take antibiotics. Oh, my God. I always have to take antibiotics. Those are bad for you. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can't take them too often. I know. And I get UTIs all the time. I'm going to the gynecologist on the 1st of March. Just to keep you guys updated, if you know my gynecologist, I'll, I'll meet you there. Um... Because I'm always getting these UTIs. And I'm, I mean, I, I'm kind of dirty, so I get it. So maybe I just need to, like, clean up more down there. How boring is that? Cool yet. Cool yet. I think that's their name. They said, read any good books lately? I don't read often, but I did read a book. And it was this book called Such a Fun Age. I'm not going to explain it, but you can look it up, you know? I don't want to get it. Nothing's more boring than being like, and this, and then this girl works for this guy, but then the guy ends up sleeping with her mom. <laughs> but it's you know it's good. It's it's a good book. It's an easy read. It's pretty interesting. I liked it. Um, do you have any super petty grudges? We rented a zoo. Asked me that. Oh yeah, I forget what happened today. I Yeah, I always have petty grudges, but then I forget them, so they leave my mind pretty quickly. But yeah, I'll have the pettiest grudges, especially driving. Oh my god, I'll get mad at like a Kia Soul, <laughs> just for being a Kia Soul. Says the person who drives the Kia Sportage. Kia Sportage is great. I'm a huge fan of it the Sportage. Nice. It's nice. I drove a Kia Forte for a long time. Okay. 
I don't know what that looks like, but... It's not a Kia Soul. You know what's really nice? The Kia Nero. They the almost look like they almost look like Subaru Outbacks. They're like sedan style. I don't know. I really like them. Like a black Kia Nero. It looks real sexy and swanky. Kias are stepping up. If you're in the market for getting a new car, I'd say get a Kia. They used to be like, you know, garbage cars where it's like, get this if you're a new driver and, you know, want to crash it. But now I think they're pretty good. I got into seven accidents in my Kia. Yeah, they're good for accidents. They're good for that for sure. T Money 010 said, how difficult is it to find a place to stay in LA? Asking because I've been interested in moving there. Don't move here. It blows. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it's fine. But yeah, finding a place here is so hard to do. I've been looking for a place to live. I'm looking for like a studio or one bedroom. It's impossible. They're like, here's a cardboard box for $1,400 a month. Get out of here. Oh my, they're so bad. It's so ridiculous to try and find a place here. The place that I found, the place I'm moving to, I was house slash dog sitting for this lady. And, uh, and when I was house sitting there, she has like this back house, but it's like a tiny little studio. And so I'm looking for places to live. It's all these like rip off. Like it's so hard to find. Like you have to know a friend of a friend who's leaving their place and like just take over their lease. It's so hard to find something out here that's like reasonable. Everything's overpriced and tiny and, and you know, filled with trash in the neighborhood. And so I just asked her, I said, hey, I'm looking for a place to live. Can I stay in your back house temporarily, you know, short term until I find something, you know, that's good? She said, yeah. So that just kind of worked out. But I feel like really, like even the house that I live in currently, I've lived there for five years. And the way that I found it was because this one comedian out here had like a house party and I was like, whoa, this house is so nice. Like, this is so cool. And then one of his roommates was moving out and he remembered, you know, how much I was like coming over his house. And uh, and he was like, hey, my roommate's leaving if you want a place. And it, the rent was so cheap. And I was like, this is unreal. And I've been there for five years. It's time to get out. I don't want roommates anymore. Um, I'm a big girl. No, no shade against roommates. I would, I would be fine having one roommate, but I want to just have a period of time where I don't have a roommate. Especially now that I'm all booed up with this, you know, dick daddy. It's like, I spent enough time with him. I want a place of my own where I can just get away. Um, so, yeah, it's like impossible to find something out here. I feel, I feel like a lot of people who move out here, they end up... Like, comedians who move out here, they end up moving, like, somewhere far outside of, like, the Hollywood area. But, like, in L.A. County or even outside of LA County and then just commute because if you're here long enough and you make friends then you'll be able to find something that's better so if you really want to move out here just move to the valley to the valley or just Long Beach or something Long Beach is nice I would like to live in Long Beach Long Beach is cool um okay a lot of people have so many questions about fucking wiping your ass in toilet paper and shit <laughs> like what is wrong with people Oh my god. Okay, last question. Germ702 said, talk reality TV. Do you watch Big Brother slash Survivor? They said which comedians should do them, but I don't know. It's funny, I was re-watching a... There was this old show on TV called Dog Eat Dog. I, yeah. 
feel like I remember. It was that. almost like a Fear Factor type of yeah, show. I, was say, I feel like that came on after Fear Factor. Yes. And Brooke Burns was the host. She was so hot. And like, so I was re-watching that show. It's You can find it, I think, on like YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I used to love that show. I used to love Fear Factor. I used to watch Big Brother with my dad and my family. We would all watch Big Brother. Big Brother's a really good show, especially the beginning seasons. Um... I never got into Survivor until this week. Survivor was legit. Survivor was crazy. The first season got like 50 million views. Mm -hmm. It's unheard of. That Boston Rob guy? Well, that Boston Rob was on a later season. Oh, I just remember watching that season with my grandma. And like, that dude was fucking stabbed everyone. Wasn't he like a villain? He was was like like a villain character. He was like really good at like pretending like he was people's friends and like Mm. really nice and like he would team up with certain people and then just fucking turn on them and then they'd get voted off and then he just played it right. Yeah. So I I watched, I I finished season one Mm -hmm. and it was so good. I'm trying to get uh, one of the contestants from season one on the podcast. But now I'm going to, I can't watch 40, se- there's been 40 seasons of it's this far show. It's too many. Yeah. It's way too many. Yeah. So I found some article that says like the best seasons to watch. So now I'm I'm starting se- uh, season four of Survivor. But it's such a good show. I would never survive. I mean, I would have to try and get by on like charm. And that would only get me so far. You know, there's a breaking point. And then I was like, what happens if girls are on their period on Survivor? I always wondered that too. So I found out. Um, they have like a medical box on site and so it's filled with like, you know, tampons, pads, whatever. But a lot of the girls who go on, they don't want to get their period out in the motherfucking jungle, you know? Uh And so what they do is they take birth control pills and when you're on like the last five pills that are like the iron pills or whatever, like the placebo pills when you're supposed to get your period. They just keep taking the regular birth control pills so they never get their period when they're on the show. Interesting. Yeah. But I couldn't do it. I watch these people and I yell at them. I'm like, why aren't you contributing or doing anything? I'm like, that's me. That's me. I'm like, I can't build a freaking fort. No, thanks. Um, Okay, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Please, please, please buy some cookie dough from eatdough.com, E-A-T-D-E-U-X.com, and use the promo code at checkout, Mac for 10% off. That's A-L-I-M-A-C, all one word. Um, please do it. Eat your, eat your hearts out with that dough. I know I'm going to. I might bring it next week and eat it on cam. I love sure a good little that. mukbang. For it's sure so that. yummy. I have so many at home right now. I do. I have the brownie batter and I think I have I think I have like the peanut butter one. If you have the doodle one. If I have ginger doodle. Please bring me that. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Um, but please use that because I want to start making dough while promoting the dough. <laughs> Look at that. And it'll be it'll be in the description, right? Of mm-hmm. this episode. So do that, rate, review, like, subscribe, or don't, you know, just have a good time, have a good week, I'll see you later, silly goose, (laughs) coming soon, bye.